Well, good evening. There was a, uh, a young man who was talking to his older and much, much wiser grandfather. And I can use that term now that I'm a grandfather. And the young man said to him, he says, Grandpa, I'm going to be graduating from college soon. And the grandfather looked at him and said, what next? And the young man says, well, I hope to get a job in the field that I've been studying, get with a good company, and make a lot of money and work my way up that company. Grandfather said, what then? He says, well, um, maybe someday, you know, I hope to get married and raise a family and maybe even start my own company. The grandfather said, what then? And the young man started to think about this and he said, well, you know, then maybe I can retire at some point and my wife and I can do this, all the things that we weren't able to do because of working. What then? And the, your grandson was starting to get a little irritated and confused. And he said, well, I guess ultimately I'll die. And the grandfather looked at him, paused and looked at him and said, what then? The grandfather saw in this young man a good person, but a person that was very centered on himself, the things that he wanted out of life. The grandfather didn't hear anything about, well, I hope to help other people along the way. I hope to be a philanthropist. I hope to be closer to God. He didn't hear any of that. That's why he kept challenging him, looking for that answer. It's like the gospel reading we just heard. And in that gospel, the word greed is even used by Jesus. Take care not to be greedy. Here's this man that had this abundant harvest. And I don't know if you're like me, but the first thing when I start reading that and thinking about it, I hear it and I think, well, he could give some of it away. He could even sell it to people that need it. But no, he hoards it. And he tears down his barn so he can build a bigger barn just to hoard it. And he says, now I can sit back and eat, drink, and be merry. And God says, now, what's going to happen to that when I take you tonight? What's going to happen to all that stuff you stored up? Now, I know we live in a world that commercialism and the idea of that you have to gather, you have to have a lot of stuff. We live in a world that teaches us that the more you have, the more toys, who wins, who dies with the most toys wins. We try to keep up with our neighbors and even in, do better than our neighbors. We gather stuff, stuff, and more stuff. And we don't stop to take a look at what is the difference between a need and a want. The needs are what we give our family and our children. When the children come to us and say, I want this, well, you may want it, but you don't need it. We have to evaluate that constantly. And believe me, I deal with the same thing, okay? I see, I, I'm a product of the commercialism. I'm a product of that whole society that tells us we have to gather. And that's tough to deal with. But I think sometimes the key to it is 
stepping back and realizing what we have. And that's not easy to do. It almost has to be forced on us sometimes. You know, during Lent, we, we, we do something that deprives us of something a lot of times. Maybe we give up dessert. Maybe we give up drinking. Maybe we drink, you know, whatever it is, we give it up for that time period. Because at the end of 40 days, then we kind of go, oh, I appreciate this more now. So what happens the rest of the days of the year? Do we eat, drink, and be merry? I was watching a, I watched this video series on YouTube, and it's called Pints with Aquinas. And it's a Catholic guy that interviews other Catholic people, priests, bishops, laity, religious, all religious, that type of thing. And I saw one the other day that really struck me. And it was with a priest by the name of Father John Burns. And I've seen him before and I really like the way he speaks because he's very down to earth. He's very level-headed. And he talked about self-deprivation, self-denial. He talked about that. And it struck me because he said, you know what, sometimes I go to a restaurant and all I want is a bacon cheeseburger. And if I see that bacon cheeseburger on that menu, I don't even look any further. That's it. That's my favorite thing, and that's what I want. He says, but sometimes I realize that I need a little self-denial. So I'll order my second thing, or even my third thing. And he says, do I walk away satiated? Do I walk away full? Do I walk away nourished? Absolutely. Is it as good as the bacon cheeseburger? No, but my body is satisfied. And it helps me appreciate not only that bacon cheeseburger next time, but everything else in my life. And I thought that was a great suggestion. Now, I will tell you, I have tried it. It is not easy. It is not easy at all. Okay? But it's worth it. So, that reading is just a, wonder, it's a wonderful reading. It has a great message behind it. One that we've heard over and over again. But if you move into the next paragraph of that reading, follows right behind that, is a message that is as important, if not more important, to hear. And I want to read that to you just for a second here. Because I think this is the gist of where Jesus was going with all of this. And he said to his disciples, for this reason I say to you, do not worry about your life as to what you will eat, nor your body as to what you will put on. For life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens of the, of the, of the field. They, they don't snow, sow or reap. They have no storehouse or barn. And yet God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than the birds? And which of you by worrying can add a single hour to his lifespan? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, but I tell you, not even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how much more will he clothe you? You men of little faith, do not seek what you will eat and what you will drink, and do not be, keep worrying, for all these things the nations of the world eagerly seek. But your Father knows that you need these things. Amen.